It was um, fairly difficult. Um, it, I'd say it was more difficult to retain our first few customers than actually get them on board. Okay. Um, so there's quite a few companies who enjoy playing around with new technology and liking, you know, like testing it. Mm. Um, so actually acquiring the first few customers wasn't a big, big, you know, thing. Um, it was actually retaining them and stopping the churn rate, uh, which we, you know, that was one of our downfalls at the start was we didn't onboard them, you know, fully. We didn't have our customer support in place. And that's what we quickly understood was getting customers isn't as hard as actually retaining them. Welcome to Screw It, Just Do It, brought to you by Startup You, inspiring and supporting entrepreneurs to make a full-time living doing what you love. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, fellow entrepreneur, Virgin mentor, and founder of Startup You, the regional partner of Virgin Startup, providing startup funding, mentoring, and support. Each episode features the stories from two entrepreneurs at different stages in their journey who talk us through their successes and failures. You get to take on board all of their learnings and none of the failure. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hayes, with the number one recruiting experts in the UK. Whether you're searching for your perfect job or looking to scale your business by building the perfect team, go to hayes.co.uk, quoting Startup You. Welcome to episode 045 of Screw It, Just Do It. I'm your host, Alex Chisnell, and on this episode of Startup Saturday, I welcome Dominic Chapman, co-founder of Stemex. Well, I am super excited ahead of our first live events of 2018, starting next Wednesday, the 17th of January in Brighton with Candy Kittens co-founders Jamie Lang and Ed Williams, and also Chris Wright from Pursuit Fitness talking about how to start a business in 2018 using all of their experiences and tips. Following week, the 24th, we're at our HQ in Bournemouth with Zero co-founder Gary Turner. I'm James Benamore, founder of The Richmond Group. If you haven't been to one of our events before, we would love to see you. Um, if you love listening to these podcasts and you'd like to ask your own questions and meet and greet many other entrepreneurs, investors, um, startup businesses, businesses that have further down the line and scaled, then these are the events for you. All you need to do is head on over to our Eventbrite page under Startup You, enter the code SCREWITJUSTDOIT and you'll get 25% off your ticket. That's simply entering into the promotion code SCREWITJUSTDOIT and you'll get 25% off. On with the show. So Stemex are a video interviewing platform for recruiters, HR teams and business owners designed to enhance and simplify both employee and employer experiences online. Now, Dom's mission is to disrupt the recruitment industry where candidates are assessed on more important qualities than just what's written on a CV. I started off the interview by asking Dom why he chose the recruitment industry. Let's start up. So uh, a couple of reasons. Firstly, I was consulting um, for a company called AVCV, which is a it was a video CV platform. Mm -hmm. So the thought behind that was allowing 
graduates to showcase themselves through video instead of just through a standard CV. Mm-hmm. Um, we struggled to get traction through that, so we pivoted into STEMX. And the real reason behind it is to give um, kind of candidates a new way to interview and showcase themselves at an earlier stage. So that's how we kind of started with STEMX. Um, We're focusing on getting companies and recruitment agencies on board who then invite candidates on. um, And that's kind of where we are with STEMX right now. And so when you were the firm before, did you then leave to set up STEMX yourself? No, we we just pivoted with the same team. Oh, right. So you already had the team in place. Yes. Ah, yes. Okay, okay, okay. So I didn't realise that. Um, and, and how have you gone about turning that initial idea into action, saying that it didn't work first time around, the idea? So I think the initially with AVCV, it was very just kind of let's just go and do it without too much uh, research and testing in mm. the market. Um, understanding we did, we can didn't really understand the business model and how to actually make money off it. Um, it wasn't thought through great. So before we really did anything with STEMX, we did a lot of research, looked at all the competitors, everything that was currently out there, mm-hmm. um, and just reviewed how we were going to actually make money, how we were going to get users on board, and how we were actually going to build the technology before we went and did you know, actually did anything, basically. And, and how did you, um, have you decided on, on the business model? Talk me through how, how that works, how, how you make money from from the business. Yes, yeah, so um, we have two different pricing plans, one for recruitment agencies and one for in-house talent teams. So okay. we figured out pretty, um, not too long ago, actually, um, that we have two different customer bases and they like paying in different ways. Mm-hmm. So in-house companies pay per hire or per job slot. Yeah. So say they're going to hire 100 people for the year, they pay per per hire. And recruitment agencies, they pay per user. Uh, we figured out that, well, we quickly understood when talking to our customers that some months they don't know how many people they're going to hire and it might ramp up and ramp down so they prefer paying per recruiter so that was okay. so we've kind of gone with that and it seems to be working really really well at the moment um, and that's the, re- the way we did it was by talking to our customers mm. and and how did you go about getting your your first customers was that difficult was it easy it was um, fairly difficult um, it I'd say it was more difficult to retain our first few customers than actually get them on board. Okay. Um, so there's quite a few companies who enjoy playing around with new technology and liking, you know, like testing it. Mm. Um, so actually acquiring the first few customers wasn't a big, big, you know, thing. Um, it was actually retaining them and stopping the churn rate, uh, which we, you know, that was one of our downfalls at the start was we didn't onboard them you know, fully, we didn't have our customer support in place, and that's what we quickly understood was getting customers isn't as hard as actually retaining them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, I, I totally agree with that. Having had a few businesses before myself, yeah. so it's, it's it's key, really. Um, you know, a lot of people do struggle to get their first customers on board, mm. but knowing how to keep adding value to them and keeping them interested. Yeah, I think it's when key. you're part of a important process like recruiting as well, it's key to understand where you are in their process and for them to understand where you're going to sit within their process. Mm. Um, and that we, you know, 
we kind of understood after we lost a few customers. Yeah. Well, you literally didn't do it after like a couple of hundred or a couple of yeah, thousand yeah. or... Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And, and what made you choose the recruitment industry? Have you always been in that industry yourself? No, 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 no. no. Um, so AVCV, the um, initial kind of investors in that were actually, they've always been in the recruitment industry. And that's where kind of Stemex came from, was the basis of them. And then me and Diggory getting involved. Um, and yeah, so I haven't, I'm more of a technology background. Okay. Um, worked in IT, done a little bit of consulting, um, and also started a few businesses before this. Okay, so this isn't the, the first entrepreneurial venture that you've, you've done no, by any means? No, no this no. is the first one which is kind of um, invested in and backed. Uh, we had a few different ones, so... Diggory's my uh, co-founder, kind of business partner, so we've pretty much done all our businesses together. Okay. Um, we had a kind of creative agency called Blue Design, which we worked with some great, great companies, um, big and small. That was fairly successful, um, but out of that came Stemex, and we decided to close that one down and, and start mm. Stemex. And how long has Stemex been in existence then? So we started in August 2016. So um, just over a year and a half. A year and a half, yeah, yeah. Um, and what challenges have you had in that, in that year and a half that you'd like to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> um, technology, yeah. people and sales are the biggest challenges I think everyone has to overcome if they're building a tech product. Mm. Um, obviously, I, I'm technical. I've got a technical background, but building a through and through technical product I'd never, ever done. Um, so finding partners and finding good people to, you know, be around, took a few people to understand um, and a few mishaps to understand that, you know, you've got to be honest with yourself with mm. the people you surround yourself with. Um, people, obviously still being young, I think that some people try and take advantage of um, the youth. Um, so find it, again, finding the right people to be around um, and finding like-minded people was really difficult at first, but I think now we're at a stage where we're a little bit more mature. It's getting easier and easier to find um, people to be around. And then sales is always going to be difficult to acquire, finding new ways to acquire customers. And how do, how do you um, split up the, the job roles between yourself and, and Diggory and um, just talk me through how many people you got in the team and, and how that's structured at the moment and, and how you foresee that for the for the rest of 2018 and beyond, really? So um, it's split up. Mainly, Diggory works within uh, marketing and product. And then I cover all the admin, sales, and um, just the general running of the business. Um, so we have a, a small sales team in place, we have a small marketing team in place, and we have a technical partner at the moment. Um, kind of the aim with 2018 is to bring the technical team in-house. So we've already okay. began to make that shift by bringing in a few um, part-time in-house tech technology. Um, so, uh, well, we've got a CTO now, which is great. So um, that's the plan for 2018 is being more and more product focused. Mm. And, and do you feel that you're happy with the platform or is that? 
I, always ongoing. <laughs> it's always ongoing. I yeah. don't think you're ever going to be happy with the platform. Um, we have a, a wider vision that we want to implement, which isn't just a video interviewing platform, but a kind of end-to-end recruitment platform where, you know, candidates can go on um, and, you know, take a send a video. Um, companies can do more than just do a video interview. There's There's a lot more in our pipeline, but it's just getting there <laughs> yeah, yeah and and are all the um the tech side of the team also in, in this country as well because i've yep. spoken to other founders and they've got a tech team somewhere in eastern europe yeah they're in bristol okay yeah so they're based bristol in bristol well. um really good group of guys we decided not to um outsource to india or philippines we i had when i was consulting in bigger companies i had a few run-ins with them sort of companies and i mm. i tried to stay away from them because i feel if you're not on top of them 24 yeah, 24-7, it becomes difficult. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and talk me through the, the benefits um, of the model from um, from your point of view. What's to, I mean, I suppose from a startup point of view, entrepreneurs, um, I don't you know, target market-wise, they're always going to want to have the least expensive model. So jump on a Skype call with prospective um, clients, for example. Sure. Um, so, um, in terms of the benefit, benefits of using uh, Stemex, it's mainly time saving um, for companies and just a lot more efficient. So, it really depends how much you value your time over a couple of extra quid for inviting all your candidates on and them doing it in their own time. So, yeah. the way Stemex works is you create an interview. And the questions that you would normally ask in an interview or a phone interview. And then you invite all your candidates on. That can be five, that can be 25, that can be 50. Mm -hmm. And you give them um, set date range. So you've got three days to complete this. And then they get an invite via email. And then they go and complete that in their own time. Okay. And then you get to review that. So, you know, you get a notification when 20 are done. You can go through that in 20 minutes, quickly reviewing all your videos. And then you can also share that with colleagues or if you're an agency, you can share that with your company. You can, it's collaborative. Okay. Um, and what would you say to those who um, would always say, you know, old school that you can never beat a face-to-face interview? I, I would agree. I don't think you can, ever can. And we're not trying to replace that. We're trying to save time earlier on in the process where you're oh, yeah. scheduling 20 phone interviews. Yeah. So that's 20 back and forth email calendars mm. um, to sort out 20, 30 minute phone interviews where you could just invite, send one email or click one button and then you can view them all. Mm. So uh, we're not trying to replace that, but we're trying to not just make the first part more efficient, but actually you get a way better perspective of each candidate through actually answering videos to the questions you want to answer, want them to answer. Um, and, and tell me how you see the technology unfolding. Um, I've heard that you, you're looking at AI, for example, and, and how you incorporate that into yeah. So platform. we're looking at AI. We've got a very um, raw beta working uh, in work in progress. So the way we see that is it beginning to analyze candidates. It can do a number of things. Um, It can review body positivity and negativity. 
it mm. can automatically transcribe and translate into pretty much any language. So if you've got cross international teams, then you know they and it's an English speaker, they can then put it in French and just like subtitles, you can put yeah. the subtitles into any language. Cool. With the AI, we can do that, and then um, we can go one step deeper with bigger organisations um, where we can begin to recommend candidates who they've previously liked um, based on characteristics in the video that they're, they're taking. Mm. So, yeah. It's very interesting. Very interesting. I like yeah. it. And, and who's your biggest competitors at the moment that's doing what you're doing? Um, are you just UK-wide or at the moment? No, or? We've, we've got clients. I saw you have clients in Dubai, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. we have clients in so. Dubai, um, Europe, and UK at the moment. So we're not just UK-wide. Um, we're trying to kind of get some comp- companies on board in each each continent. Um, but our biggest competitors are Hireview, who are based out in Silicon Valley. So they've been around since the start. Uh, they've been around about five or six years. Mm-hmm. And then we have a few smaller uh, UK competitors like Launchpad and Sonru, um, who are still quite old school in the way they think and the way they price. They're very expensive, even mm-hmm. though it's not so much an expensive service to have. Um, so what we're trying to do is offer something a little bit well, cost effective so everyone can kind of see and understand the benefits. And you have you managed to fund this so far? Has it been privately backed? Privately right? backed. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. Okay, so you haven't had to go and do any funding rounds not so yet. far. Yeah, <laughs> Thankfully. <yet. laughs> um, and, and knowing what you now know, would you do anything differently in, in hindsight the last 18 months? Uh, yes, a lot. Um, I'd sell before I mean we spoke to a lot of customers or potential customers uh, about this but I would actually probably pre-sell yeah the, the product before um, and build with kind of the money that is pre-sold on yeah yeah instead of uh, building something and then realizing there's a lot of things that they don't like um, and they don't need mm. so not just building and then going out and saying come you know yeah, we built it. Come yeah, look at it. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so working more closer with potential customers, mm-hmm. I'd say that's my big thing. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's probably the major, major thing I'd say. Really? Yeah. And what's been the best moment so far in the journey? Best moment. Um, I think we've had quite a few emails um, back from customers who are saying how much they've loved the service and. That's just such a satisfying thing to to see where we built it from nothing. Mm. Um, so yeah, I say that is is just pure satisfaction. And 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 the opposite to that, I know you mentioned off air before that just before <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, we had there. we had a a slight infrastructure issue. So um, obviously, being a startup, we were trying to ramp everything up. Um, we started bringing on quite a few new customers, and then we had some major infrastructure issues where kind of the whole app was down on the weekends. Um, I don't, don't know if you know, but in Dubai, they work different weeks. Yeah. So I was getting calls from one to four in the morning from people out in Dubai asking what, what's going on. Um, pretty, pretty angry. So mm. that wasn't an enjoyable thing. You know, I had to spend three, four days nonstop, 24 hours trying to sort 
you know, all the infrastructure out with the tech team mm. and um, a lot of making up to do with our customers. <laughs> so yeah, that wasn't enjoyable. <laughs> but, but was it successful making up? <laughs> it was in some cases. Yeah, okay. yeah, in some cases. And lessons learned for... And lessons learned, yeah. 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 So we're on, an, uh, you know, a very scalable infrastructure now. Um, and, you know, we've got a more sturdy CTO in place who is worked with major companies um so that's really nice and um what's one simple first step that somebody can execute to begin their their path on starting their own business do you think talk to your potential customers um understand what they really want not just what you think they want yeah um and then i mean it depends what you're doing if you're building building a product and creating a service you know like a creative agency a completely different beasts mm. um i think it's quite it's a lot faster to get a service up and running um you can yeah. almost sell it there and then yeah. where with a product you you need to pre-sell it and then you need to build it and then you need to put yeah. everything around it to make sure it doesn't fall over so yeah yeah talk to your customers and talk to find some good mentors yeah no that's Two, two good answers, especially going in your experience. Mm. If you do something differently in hindsight, you'd, you'd pre-sell it and yeah. find out what your customers wanted and then build it for them. Yeah. Um, no, two good answers. But, Have you got mentors at the moment yourselves? Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. We've got mentors and then we're actually building out a, a product advisory board as well to help um, so people in the industry who are kind of well-known but also you know really into their technology, mm. um, helping to advise and you know, create the path that we want to go on. Excellent. And what is going to separate you from others in your industry? I think where we want to take the product and how we feel about it. We, we're we a lot younger than everyone else. We have different thoughts. And I think it sounds crazy, but not being in recruitment allows us to think differently mm -hmm. and not just say, right, it's going to be like this and it always has been like this. We we get to, you know, it's a blank slate for us. Um, so we get to create our own way of recruitment. Is it, is it quite a crowded marketplace still? Not not really um, mm. because they're all going for FTSE 100 companies, mm. uh, which doesn't allow any of the smaller companies to, you know, allow it where that's what we're doing. We're working with agents, recruitment agencies and, you know, mm. companies with only 200, 300 staff. And... Um, what does a successful year for Stemex look like? This year? Given that we're second week in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, growing our customer customer base to past 100 um, would be a, a really good start. Um, implementing the artificial intelligence um, and, yeah, growing out the technical team. I think they're the, the big three things is just growing growing the business the products there now mm -hmm. um we've had a few you know mishaps and we're now in a good place so yeah we're ready to grow awesome and what's the easiest way for people to um contact you to engage with you um probably via email so dominic at stemx.co.uk um i'm pretty hot on the email so happy to respond to any anything really brilliant dominic chapman from stemx thank you very much cool thank you So a number of things I want to pick up on from my chat with Dom there. Um, first one being the, the, the quote, we opened it really, retaining customers is key. Um, 
obviously, if you're starting a business, the hardest thing in the world is getting that first client in the door. But nurturing that client, continuing to add value and make what you offer relevant to that client is absolutely key. Um, Being in this situation myself with one of the businesses, you know, you can have all the business, uh, all the clients in the world coming in the door. But if you are leaking, God, I remember back then, 50, 60, 70% of the new clients coming in, then you're literally working with a colander where there's that many holes. Um, you're never going to be able to sustain a business. So retainment is key. Um, added value is also um, absolutely essential. Love what Dom's doing with the AI aspect of adding that artificial intelligence to the process as well, recognizing different behaviors, which can be picked up in the video interviewing. So, you know, thinking about what added value um, you can offer to your clients with your particular business, having a brain dump about that, and then implementing into your business model. Lastly, pivoting if it's not working. Um, yes, I'm all for never ever give up, but if it's clearly not working, again, a lesson that I've learned painfully in the past, um, either pulling the plug if it's not working or even better than that, thinking laterally and pivoting to something else that's still within that industry that you can use and create something different that still um, still solves the problems of your target market, then why wouldn't you do it? You know. Um, so that's it for this week. Um, next episode will be this coming Saturday. Um, and before then, um, as I say, we're going to be having our first live events of the year, which are going to be in both Brighton and Bournemouth. So head on over to that Startup You page on Eventbrite, enter Screw It, Just Do It, and get your 25% off. Love to see you there. Bye for now. If you'd like the opportunity to attend one of our live events with some of the world's leading entrepreneurs, just go to startupu.co.uk and click on the events calendar. That's Startup U with the letter U. From there, you'll be able to see what live events we've got coming up and book a ticket from as little as £5, which includes a complimentary drink and the opportunity to network with like-minded entrepreneurs. Hope to see you soon. If you're an entrepreneur looking for funding, mentoring or support, go to startupu.co.uk. And if you'd like to share your startup story, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to the contact page on startupu.co.uk and we'll be in touch. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and I'd love it if you left me a review of the show. To connect with me personally, you can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn and Facebook at Alex Chisnell. Until the next show, remember don't wait, the time will never be just right. Action always beats intention. This show is brought to you by RocketSpark, who make it easy for anyone to build a great-looking website. Each month, RocketSpark offer one lucky listener the opportunity to get a website absolutely free for the next six months to do some in-market testing of a new idea. Just go to rocketspark.com slash screw it, just do it to enter. Thank you.